Cabral, how's it going? It's going pretty decent. Just trying to figure things out for this podcast, you know? Sounds good. What do you have so far? Well, our main focus question is why must Pip need to keep the title of Pip, and what does this symbolize? So if you were to put that into your own words, what would you say? Like the question or the answer? The question. We, we gotta make sure everyone understands the question. I mean, in my opinion, that's kind of saying, where is his roots? Where are Pip's roots and why does he need to keep them? Because the name Pip brings him back to his childhood, when he couldn't talk, when he couldn't say his full name. So really it's his culture and keeping that within him and not forgetting about it and moving on. And one thing that I think it is, is what you also symbolize yourself. Like the title you carry, that's who you are, that's what you represent. And through that, that's how other people see you. Agreed. What's next? Well, we're going to start our podcast off right by asking a few victims some questions. All right, we got Yorkie here. So our first question is, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of Pip? Um, I kind of think of him as like the little boy more than the older, like the adult version of him, because he like had more characteristics um, that were attributed to being a good person when he was a child rather than when he was an adult. Cool. And you go by Yorkie. That's not yeah. your real name. No. So <laughs> why do you do that and what does it symbolize? Because my name is McKenna Rian York, and uh, when I was a kid, I was told that I talk a lot, and that reigns true to this day. And Yorkie is a dog that barks a lot and is annoying and small. And I, too, am someone who talks a lot, is annoying and small. So, therefore, our traits, you know, character traits, Brock, there you go. Sweet. All right, Jonathan, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you hear Pip? Um, okay, so the first thing I think of when I think of Pip... It's how he used to be such such a young boy who looked up to Joe so much, but really changed over like the course of everything that happened in his life. And that kind of just shows like you could be one person at one point and just com- be a completely different person in another. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I like Pippin all, but he just kind of changed a lot throughout the book. I think what Yorkie says kind of perfectly brings up our point of keeping to your roots. Uh, she first brought up that she still thinks of Pip as a child. And I feel like that comes down to he's still known by Pip, and that keeps it so you're still thinking in that childhood innocence way. And when she talked about how, you know, her nickname kind of related to a dog, even though it's kind of kind of funny, it shows that Pip has his name and it represents who he is and what characteristic traits he has. And then on to Jonathan, he was saying that, you know, he thinks of Pip growing up. And I feel like if he had changed his name, that would have enforced that even more. And that would have become the main moral of the story, rather than letting you focus on the other stuff in the story that are just as important. All around the world, and for thousands of years, there have been ceremonies that bring you from a child into an adult. For example, in Africa, there are tribes that go up in these 100 to 200 foot trees and when you're about 14 to 18 years old and the tribe has deemed you worthy you are chosen to go out into the woods and find a long rope of some sort whether it be of tree branches or whatever it may be and you have to judge the distance of the height of where you're jumping to the ground and if you do it correctly it's supposed to the rope's supposed to snap 
when you're about a foot off the ground and then you walk away unharmed. However, if you were to do it wrong, how, making it too short or too long, it's catastrophic. You either snap too high and fall to your death or you just fall to your death from the top to the bottom. So, um, Another one of these ceremonies that there are um, takes place where you know a young kid, 12 or so, is given these little mitt-esque type of things woven by tree branches that contain lots of fire ants. And although this isn't deadly as so much painful, um, it's supposed to symbolize if you keep them on for the allotted time, five minutes, that you're really to become a man and be able to advance in your adulthood. Even though this may seem completely random, it does relate to <laughs> Pip and his story. Magowitch was trying to protect Pip from these things, although obviously this is a bit extreme. All, at any time you change phases of your life, there's gonna be some impact to your old life. There's gotta be some big thing that hurts in some way that changes you. Yeah, and add, to, add on to that, we'll just pretend I didn't start there. Anyways. <laughs> Um, the way that Pip carries himself, as he carries his name of Pip, it's consistent throughout the whole book. I know he kind of turns into a Jake trick in the middle, but, um, he balances out in the end. You know, he saves the convict's life, which we know is Magwitch. He saves his life in the beginning. He saves... He really saves it in Miss Havisham's life. He comes back and saves Magwitch's life. Yeah, so... Without him, he would have gotten caught. mm -hmm. So, through all that, we just... Know that keeping your name represents who you are and what you can become. So, thanks for listening. Thank and you. Um, tune in next time to our podcast. <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah.